the one. You know in rom-coms how the main character, usually a woman, often doesn't realize they've met the one. He's a faithful friend or standby running buddy, almost part of the furniture, until one day she realizes there's a special bond, a real connection that's been staring her in the face all this time, and how could she be so blind? Suddenly she knows it's real. They were meant to be together. That's how it went with me and my favorite silk scarf. I can't remember when exactly I received this scarf from the Metropolitan Museum of Art gift shop, but I know it came from my first husband, Will, back before you could order anything online. It might have been from Will and my daughter Hazel, a Christmas present, I'm thinking somewhere in the early to mid-90s, 30 years ago. Maybe when I first received it, I thought it was a bit formal, elegant even, too fancy for the likes of me. Scarves come and go, and they're kind of my security blanket. Years before COVID, I was always fighting off some respiratory illness. It probably started with playing music in smoky clubs. We all smoked back in the 80s. Even when I quit smoking, and all the way through the 90s, I still smoked. Can I have one? I hadn't so much quit as just stopped buying cigarettes. I bummed. I mean, why not, as long as people were smoking in places I played? I was breathing their smoke, so why not enjoy at least a little hit of my own? Until I just decided no more. Right around the time they banned smoking in clubs, bars, and restaurants. Maybe that was when I started getting sick regularly. As if the cigarettes and the smoke in the clubs kept some sort of balance. When I really started breathing without the air filtered through an occasional Marlboro light, it felt like I constantly had trouble keeping a clear head, freezing in a club outside of Boston or a room above a pub in the north of England. Wrapping a silk scarf around my throat felt like insurance or at the very least kept me warmer and cozier, a level of control. How long does a scarf last? Let's say 30 years. Not of constant wear, though. I didn't fully appreciate the one for a decade or more. Just throw it on the pile with the other ones. Scarves come and go. I'm a Vera lover. Echo, too. As thrift stores have been reduced to regurgitating clothes from Target that weren't that great in the first place, the scarf rack, like vintage towels, napkins, and maybe belts, has been a place I could still feel a little frisson of excitement in the goodwill. I've never been able to pass up one that had a few things going for it. Color, texture, size. A cheap thrill you can get your money's worth from in just a few wares. Very few become keepers. I grew into the one. Realized it went with everything. It was the perfect size, shape, weight, and had all my favorite jewel tone colors artfully distributed over its surface. I wore it so much it eventually started wearing out fraying around the edges till there was more fray than edge. I started to feel like a child with a blankie, that special object they can't be without. What would I do when my old favorite made me look too much like a hobo? How much time did I really have to keep rotating the square, to keep the falling apart bits from dragging in my food, dunking in my drink? I thought maybe I could try and trim the edges and learn to sew a rolled hem. I put the one in my sewing basket, where old clothes go to die and be reborn as other things I never have the time to get around to making. Scarf went in, scarf came out, as cold weather cycled around again. Just give me one more season.
Then we can say goodbye. A few years ago, I did a little research. They still had the ones pattern on the Metropolitan Gift Store site, but it was no longer available as a square, only oblong. I thought about it, but oblongs are niche, a specialty scarf that's more an I'm wearing a scarf type of thing. The silk square is set it and forget it. I let the idea rest, decided I'd just accept this special scarf was going to have to sunset. Maybe I could make a throw pillow out of it. But that just made me sad. And what would Eric have to say about having to watch TV with his head on a gift from my ex? I had to try to find it again. eBay, Etsy. I got enough search terms together. Metropolitan Museum, Chinese pattern, red, blue, black, green, and gold. Silk scarf, 90 square. I found it on eBay. The old scarf. Photos showed it to be in much better shape than the one I wanted to replace. Why, it looked almost pristine. Tag showed it was silk from the Metropolitan Museum of Art. The price was reasonable. The seller looked reliable. I went for it. Last night, I came home to a pile of mail, most of it catalogs that went straight in the trash, Medicare supplemental brochures, and there was a tiny package from New Jersey. I had expected to hear angels singing when I opened the envelope, but I immediately started to worry. Had they sent me the wrong thing? It was a sort of white pattern with purple watercolor strokes and a little bit of aqua and olive green, like something my late stepmother would have worn. What the hell? Ah, it was only tissue paper wrapped around my scarf. Oh, thank God. I tore through the paper and the scarf looked good. The colors and pattern were right but it was late at night and I'd been traveling all day. I set it aside till the morning. When I woke up, I laid them out side by side, the old hobo and the replacement. Everything was almost the same. I hated to be disappointed, but something was a little off. The silk on the original was more like a crepe de chine, a heavier weight, slight texture and less shine. Is the one's texture from years of wear? The patina of grime and all the times I've stuck the dry-clean-only item in the washer? Maybe. But the newer scarf's silk just feels cheaper, and there was a Metropolitan Museum of Art logo subtly worked into the centuries-old Chinese pattern on the original that's missing from the new one. I'm sure I'm making too much of all this, but I feel like the Golden Bachelor, 72-year-old Gary, trying to replace the love of his life with a similar vintage. It's all a little forced. Like Gary and his beloved late wife, Tony, me and the one have been through a lot together. We didn't even try to find each other. It just happened until I wasn't sure where I ended and the scarf began. I'll give it my best shot. Maybe even gradually forget what the old one felt like. I can't bring myself to throw the original one away yet. But as long as it's here, I'm going to keep comparing them. I'll bravely tie the new one on and just put this scarf that's become a part of me way down in the sewing basket for now. I know eventually I'll have to say goodbye for good. Size of a silly little tragedy. I've been
R.I.P. Dwight Twilley. I had to stick that one in there. You've been listening to Diary of Amy Rigby. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.